I would like to play a little tune I just composed not so long ago. Miss Billy, Miss Billy, Miss Billy Holiday. Good evening, Zurich. DJ Baby Monster here, and like every third Monday of the month, I'm welcoming you to Give Me a Beat. I always like to talk about the weather, but outside it's horrible. It's raining, it's getting really cold. And I'm happy that in Give Me a Beat, I'm still actually in the summer and the summer festivals. And tonight in Give Me a Beat, I will focus on the, another Swiss festival with a slightly inappropriate name called Blue Balls Festival, happening annually in Luzern, in a beautiful surrounding around Lake Luzern. It's happening in a few locations, and some of the locations are actually hosting free concerts, and the other ones, like uh, Kakal, are hosting the concerts that you have to buy a ticket. So what I do every year, and on every festival I review, I actually try to explore female factor of the festival. And in this case, by Blue Balls Festival, because it's lasting nine days in July, I actually choose several days, usually two days days uh, with the female artists that I want to include in my review and then I go see their performances and of course try to get an interview. So this year the headliner of the festival was a very special lady, Laura Mwala or as she said on her concert, the right way to pronounce her name is to say mmm and then you know like you're eating something really yummy like a super yummy chocolate or dessert so you do it like mmm voila so this is how her name sound and the amazing thing about Laura is that she's not your typical mainstream star but she became one and the way how I uh, realized that she exists was by following the BBC Sound Off. So it's a poll by BBC uh, created by the music experts and every year they nominate several artists and then one of these artists that are nominated win but all of the artists are usually excellent. So I like following Sound Off because it usually brings in focus some young artists or in some cases if I already heard about the artist it confirms the quality and uh, I become very excited that uh, the artists that I already love uh, got uh, actually the nomination by BBC and over the years I interviewed several of the artists uh, nominated so every year at least there is a one or two artists that I either included in my review or I had a chance to interview and then again included uh, in Gimme a Bit. So 
I was very excited to see that she's performing on Blue Balls Festival. And not only that, she was a headliner. So you could see the posters all over Switzerland with her face kind of in a blue styling, uh, very fabulous, very special. And also I was talking to a friend and he as well mentioned her. And I have to say, because Montreux Jazz Festival and Blue Balls Festival are one after another, I was very much busy with Montreux, so I didn't have time to do everything really on time. So I wrote an email to the Sony Music in the last moment, and I was really lucky to get an interview. The whole interview was totally worth it, and I do find that this was probably one of my favorite interviews. Also because I really love when I get uh, 15 to 20 minutes is to talk to the artists and every year when I interviewed the artists uh, at Blue Balls Festival last year was Liana Lachavas the previous year Marina and the Diamonds I always had uh, enough time to actually sit down with them and chat and in the case of Laura one of the things uh, that I really love about her album because I myself I'm very visual person was the fact uh, that while I was listening to her album I could actually see uh, the music you know usually this is the case with me but in her case I could see like fabulous and glamorous uh, colors and and materials and I really loved the album because every time when I listened to it, I felt like I was transferred into some magical, beautiful world. And I could just let my imagination flow and combine the images that I had in my head and the music that I hear. And the thing is that, on the other hand, I felt very comfortable in that world. So, as I said, I got this interview in the last moment. Uh, and uh, actually it happened one day before the festival and the place where we did an interview was in a Hotel Schweizerhof. Why am I mentioning this? Because Hotel Schweizerhof in Luzern is one of those beautiful places. It's a family-run five-star hotel that was recently renovated, so it's kind of upgraded and modern. But the period features of this building are so amazing that it's really, really mind-blowing. So somehow... I felt that the environment, the look and the period features of the Schweizerhof Hotel actually fitted totally what I felt about the album. So I had this environment, I had the images in my head, I had the place of an interview that totally uh, felt to be the right one. And then when I start talking to Laura, I realized that she is really this strong and beautiful woman. And through the interviews, I realized that she also sees the music and uh, most importantly, she's creative enough to create the music that visually exists as well or she manages to create the music that you can also feel and see. And on top of that, it was also really helpful, and this is very important when you do an interview with anyone, that she has a sense of humor and she was very relaxed. And uh, I felt very comfortable, and I think she felt as well to talk about uh, different subjects, not only her album, but also her life and how she became the artist that she is today. 
One of the things that I read before the interview was about her stage fright. So I started with that. You know, I started telling her how before, after an interview, I'm always very nervous that I will lose the recordings. And that's why I always have a backup. I have one voice recorder and then the backup recorder. And we were talking how people get nervous when they're passionate about things. They get nervous and emotional. And this is where the stage fright is probably coming from. And so I asked her about her first stage experience because I read and this was a really funny story. And this is how I'm going to start tonight's show. Actually, before that, I'm going to play one song, the title song from Laura's album. This song actually was in my head for, for a very long time over the summer. And there is something in this uh, chorus that I really, really love. The album is called uh, Sing to the Moon. And the title song is called also Sing to the Moon. And the album has been released in March and it became immediately mainstream success. This is not a typical mainstream album. And while talking to Laura, she also confirmed that when she was creating it, she wasn't thinking about what the people were like, but she was really doing something that she liked and something very personal. I'm a big believer that the real good music can only be that and special if the creativity comes from a really honest and uh, creative motivation and not because you want to create something that everybody will like. So let's start. First, you're going to hear Sing to the Moon and then the interview. And after that, I'm going to play the music from uh, the album. I have the deluxe version, so I will play also some special versions of a certain songs. And you will hear Laura about her life, about different things that we talked about. Hi, this is Laura Mvula, and you are listening to Gimme a Beat. Hey there, you, shattered in a thousand pieces, weeping in the darkest night. Hey there, you trying to stand up on your own two feet and stumbling through the sky. Hey you, when the lights go out and you're on your own. Hey there, how you gonna make it through till the morning sun? season need to lay a burden down hey day you drowning in a helpless feeling buried on the deeper ground hey, you when the lights go out 
it's a waiting game. We used to go to church with family, and um, I would always ask to be involved in things because I never wanted to be left out. I never had older siblings, so my cousins, my big extended family, or my cousins were the people that would take me under their wing, and I would mm -hmm. do stuff. And my oldest cousin uh, used to do a choir, and we used to rehearse every week, and I used to love that. I used to love being a part of that. We came to the performance, which was on a Sunday. And whenever there's a performance in the church, they invite so, so many people, mm -hmm. um, friends, family, whoever. And I just remember being so overwhelmed. It wasn't oh, until, I must have been about eight years old or something. And all I remember is finishing the song and the applause was so rapturous that it freaked me out. So I, I started to, to bawl in a way that my, my parents were so embarrassed by. They had to come and take me off the stage before the next song. And it wasn't, it wasn't a huge space, so it's very obvious, it's very intimate. And it's the place where you go every it's Sunday? Where you go every Sunday. So, and I, was, I wasn't a baby, I was only like eight. So I know for them that was... But I, I just hated um, the feeling of 
the intense feeling of people, so many people, all the people in the room are paying attention to what you're doing on stage and then they're going to give a response um, and I've always found that oh, but wait a minute you still got over this <laughs> this is exactly what you're doing well, do you know what, I'd love to think I'm over it, but really I, every time I think I am, something else happens and I think, oh okay, no I still find this so tough um, the last wake-up call was the Glastonbury performance when um, I, was, I laugh now, I couldn't laugh then, but at the time uh, we arrived obviously early um, and my tour manager and manager thought it would be a good idea for me to go and have a look from the audience's point of view at what the main stage looks like and of course I went hours earlier. So when I, when I arrived and was watching the first act I looked around and there were a few thousand, not many, it didn't seem too overwhelming. So I thought, I can handle this. This is going to be fine. I just done the Isle of Wight festival. I thought it's kind of the same thing, you know. People are chilling, lazing mm -hmm. about, and there's gaps. It's fine. But that was enough. <laughs> I just didn't think the logic. I didn't, I didn't think about it. So it wasn't until... Um, I, I, I saw through the gap of the backstage and my eye was just casting further and further back and I thought this people as far as I can see <laughs> like sea of people yeah like a sea of people and I can't describe to you the wave of terror <laughs> that came over me at that point but it's kind of like that jumping off a cliff kind of thing where you either you can either just stand there and decide do you know what I'm not going to do it which felt like a very real option for me <laughs> at the time <laughs> or you you go for it and see what happens so do you think it's actually your personality mm. to keep on challenging yourself yeah i think so i think even though I know I find it so terrifying, it's in me to I want to I want to do it because I'm curious. <laughs> and how do you feel after the game? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a really good gig, I can't describe to you the feeling. The best gigs are always the ones where beforehand I feel so rubbish, or maybe I'm extremely exhausted. Um, Sometimes I suffer from anxiety, from panic attacks, and if I've had those recently before a gig, I always get extra nervous. Mm -hmm. um, and something happens in those times, um, or so far, where I think the music uh, becomes what I need in that moment. It's like I am actually healed by the music. In, the, in, in my own music, in in that on the stage, and and I come off, and you know, it's not that the in, the audience is not important. Of course, the audience is important, but I become so focused on drawing my energy from the lyrics of a lot of my songs and the the emotion of the harmony and the mood, and then my amazing band, who I I think have become some of my closest friends over the past few months. Mm -hmm. It's a very uh, emotional 
emotionally uplifting experience for me personally. That's Tell me another story With a happy ending Come my feet so weary And my heart need mending Is it true soon all this brand new meaning come my heart so weary and my head need healing I don't know. 
give back my soul and take my heart. like asking the artist how did you become an artist that you are today let's maybe focus just on important things mm -hmm. I mean we talk now about just stage fright which obviously didn't stop you from, from <laughs> going after yeah, it yeah. but what do you think was really the breakthrough moment 
Because from what I understand, for a very long time, you didn't really even consider this as no. a profession. Yeah. So, so maybe these kind of highlights of, yes. of when did you okay. know this is it? Well, I think there was an early memory, first of all, that's really important to me. Seeing my auntie's group, uh, Black Voices, the a cappella group, mm -hmm. perform when I was very young. There, there remains a very vivid image and sound in my mind of hearing and seeing them in Birmingham Town Hall, which is back then was this incredible uh, interior. It had a very uh, special mosaic ceiling. But as a kid, you just like yeah, the whole time. So I remember that, and I remember feeling like, wow, this music and how it makes me feel, and my auntie's costume because they used to wear incredible African costume. I was so captivated. I thought, wow. I knew from that moment I wanted to be involved or a part of music. Um, I think the breakthrough from there to around about this time was when I wrote uh, She, which was the first song I wrote for Sing to the Moon. Um, it came as a real surprise for me. Um, it was a song that I felt was a, almost a cas casual, uh, well not casual makes it sound like I'm belittling it, it's not that, but it, I, I wasn't thinking I'm writing an album. Um, I sat down and I wanted to experiment. I wanted to experiment with my voice and the instruments that were available to me using the software I had on medical studio and um, I wanted to enjoy that space that I created because I hadn't done that before. I'd done it for other people, maybe I'd done written some material for schools projects um, and in teaching uh, and even in another band that I put together but that was a much more of a shared project. This was very personal, it was about being in my four walls and I wanted for the first time to pour out what was a very real and desperate uh, emotion that I had. Um, and I, I think I probably was struggling up until that point to find a way to express it. Um, but I was, I was deeply sad. It was around the time that my parents were breaking up. Um, and I'd also recently married, so there were many uh, so this was a, a big highs and, and very big lows so I had to find a, a way and then this song literally poured out I can't really tell you I wish I could say I put it together in my mind and I had a plan I didn't really um, and I remember listening back and being a little bit uh, haunted by it because I thought the mystery of it for me was like, yes, I, I know that I'm into music and I like, I've always been creative, but it felt like there was something, there was another force uh, mm -hmm. at work because it was so natural, but so new mm -hmm. and that was so exciting. Um, so that was a breakthrough. And then the moment where I knew personally it was a change was when 
I asked my uh, husband at the time uh, what he thought of the music. And normally, I, I, we married very young at university, and uh, we had a very sort of naive relationship. Everything that I did, I wanted him to be impressed with because we were in music school and he was a singer, classical baritone, mm -hmm. and I always wanted to impress him and I wanted his affirmation. And uh, so I would do a lot it's of things. Your first audience. Yes, <laughs> yeah, my first real major audience outside of family. And um, I wanted everything that I did to, to impress him. And uh, this time round, um, the danger with that is that I, I always did stuff to please him, which I, I think is a kind of a metaphor for me. I've kind of d done that up until she, that's what I've done my whole life. To what can I do to make people love me or think well of me uh, creatively? And so I played it to him, and his response was so uh, underwhelming. I remember being tempted to feel very disappointed, and maybe it wasn't anything. Um, but something changed, and I decided that I loved it and, and I believed in it. Uh, enough to do something else, which was Green Garden, and then um, I felt so liberated by that because it was. I knew I didn't need the support or the voice of my father or my husband or confirmation. Yeah, confirmation, because I think true art is just what it is, and even it didn't matter. For, I had to get out of the way from. For me, it wasn't really about me. She walked towards you with her head down low. She wondered if there's a way out of the blue. Who's gonna take her home this time? She knew that this time wouldn't be the last time. For a savior, someone to save her from a dying self. Always taking ten steps back and one step forward. She's tired, but she don't stop. She cried. 
Wonder, wonder what you might do. You can't simply hide a dream in the blue. Don't try to fight, don't let me go. You've gone too far from what I know. I lost my heart in the dark with you. Father, Father, why you let me go? Father, please don't let me go. Brother, brother, let me love you. Whisper all your deepest fears. You can trust me and when it's over we can begin. Finally to Try to fight, don't let me go. You've gone too far from what I know. I lost my heart in the dark with you. Father, Father, why you let me go? Father, please don't. How did you manage to create such a different album? <laughs> it's so different than the current music, let's be honest. I think, I'm not sure, but I think that when I arrived here, that Gabby, my makeup artist, well, more my friend than my makeup artist, said to me, Laura, you seem so happy here. And I'm, I think my heart, I'm such a romantic. Everything for me is very much about feeling and vibe and I like to create spaces so I love my environment to be lush whether it's literally lush green or like the hotel room I've never experienced anything like that hotel room where you have floor to ceiling drapes and windows things that really uh, reflect the, the warmth and the lushness and the capacity of the human heart to feel to feel so much at once and I for me that's how I experience sound and harmony so 
lots of people have said, why you, you layer up so many voices? And I think that's, that's like my, that's the way I'm satisfied. Um, I wanted to make a sound that was so uh, thick and um, fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. You get lost in it like a big dress. That, but but sometimes you know maybe it's a dress that's heavy to wear. You know maybe it's difficult to wear, but it looks amazing and it has a story. Like for me, music is so visual.
Hi, this is Laura Mvula, and you are listening to Gimme a Beat. Yes, you are still listening to Gimme a Beat. My name is DJ Baby Monster, and we're back in a Radio Laura studio, 97.5 megahertz, or you can listen to us via web, www.laura.ch. And tonight, in tonight's show, I'm reviewing the Blue Balls Festival, an amazing nine days festival happening every July around the Lake of Lucerne in here in Switzerland. I had the chance, while focusing or exploring the female factor of this festival, to interview Laura Mwala, the headliner of the festival and one very cool and uh, very talented lady. I played uh, already lots of songs from her debut album, uh, Sing to the Moon. First you heard Sing to the Moon, then I Don't Know What the Weather Is Like, then Make Me Lovely. After that, two exceptional songs, She and Green Garden, then Father, Father, and you just heard That's All Right. In between the songs, uh, I was playing to you part of the interview, so you could also learn a bit more about Laura, and if you you heard just a few songs and didn't know about her life, this is your chance to learn more. And then, of course, go and get her album, Sing to the Moon, and try to check her out and find her somewhere live. Uh, if you didn't have a chance to catch her on the Blue Balls Festival, I'm sure uh, there will be another possibilities. I've also seen her on Rock and Sand again, but just a few songs because I, I had an interview and... I wasn't able to watch the whole concert, but on Blue Balls Festival, I did watch the whole concert, and I was absolutely blown away. I mean, everything about her, her album, her personality, her easygoingness, and, of course, uh, her live performance, everything about her is fabulous. And we were talking about how much the visual part is important uh, to Laura, and for me, it was quite obvious while I was listening to the album to the moon, I could see the images uh, while listening to the album, and it was great uh, that while talking to Laura, I realized that while she was creating the album, there was this great connection between the visual part and the music. And the song that I just played called That's All Right, with the great lyrics uh, saying, you could hear it, who made you the center of the universe? This is a very complex song, and while maybe the beat makes you feel that it's a fun song, it's actually not only the fun song, it's talking about discrimination and racism, something that in one way or another we all somehow experience either in our lives or from time to time or even daily. It is a part of today's world, actually not appreciating the differences uh, between the people and accepting people as they are. So this song is all about that. Uh, but in addition, the video for the song is exactly this beautiful, fabulous image. Uh, she's wearing this red dress in this video, and I absolutely love it. And it did make sense when we were talking about the visual part, and she was uh, saying about the dress. I, I all the time had actually this 
video in my head, and this is why I played it for you. Of course, as you know, you're still listening to Give Me a Beat. If you are listening to me right now while the show is happening, which is uh, every third Monday of the month from 10 till midnight, then uh, I'm happy to have you with me tonight in the studio listening to the show while it's happening. But in the case, if you miss tonight's show, as I like to say and repeat myself every uh, third Monday of the month, there is no way to miss any of the Gimme a Beats. On one side, Radio Laura has a very extensive archive, and you can search there by uh, Baby Monster Name or Gimme a Beat, and you can find any of the shows. This is my seventh or eighth year that I'm on Radio Laura, and all of my shows are there. But better way to listen to tonight's show is uh, to listen to the podcast that I prepare uh, every time or few weeks after the show. And in order to get the information about the show, about the festivals that I'm reviewing and artists that I'm interviewing, or anything else female-related, why female-related? Because Give Me a Beat is uh, part of the ladies first, uh, part of the Frauen radio or a female radio, and therefore uh, Give Me a Beat as all the shows happening on Monday in Radio Laura are focused on uh, female artists. And so if you want to know anything about the show, uh, the best way is to become a fan on my Facebook page, www.facebook.com, and then slash stop dot give me a beat. Once you become a fan, you will get an information about every of the show a few hours before the show is happening. And also in advance, every time after I do an interview or review the festival, I post the playlist uh, with the little videos from uh, YouTube or some photos from the festival or some interesting facts and the short uh, review. And in the time when the podcast is ready and I upload it to my webpage with the podcast, I post the link to that webpage on my Facebook page. You can follow the link and listen to the podcast then directly, or if you've subscribed on the feed, uh, you can just update your feed and you will get the newest episodes of Give Me a Beat on whatever uh, device you are listening your podcasts on. So again, there is no way to miss any of the Give Me a Beats, but tonight in the studio, in this very warm studio, even though it's a super rainy and coldish outside, I am focused on a Blue Balls Festival, a festival that always makes me giggle a bit because of the slightly inappropriate name. The festival that I'm actually reviewing already for third year and uh, every year I'm happy to say uh, I come back with some, as I like to call them, goodies, interviews with the artists that I like. Uh, previous year was Liana Lechavas and the year before Marina and the Diamonds and this year I am focused on Laurent Voila and I'm playing the part of the interview as well as the music from her debut album, Sing to the Moon. So I'm going to continue tonight's show. The next will be another song from the album called Diamonds. And this time I will play the live version because I have a deluxe version of the album. So I also have some additional songs. And after that, I'm going to continue with the interview and a few more songs. Thank you. 
Sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. about visual. I really love that your, your videos are very visual. I saw you on stage, you also trying to follow that, and even your makeup. And so how much is that important for you? I think it's 100%. And um, I think it comes from the, the child that I was, um, and still am. 
um, I was, I've always been a kid obsessed with what my eyes can see, especially if I live in that space. So I would get a high from eight, at eight years old from tidying my room or making it feel fabulous or, you know, it was, I would actually call my parents in to come and have a look at my bedroom <laughs> in the way that I'd arranged things and, um, and the same with how I wore clothes. I've read something the other day, um, like if a girl says that uh, she has no clothes, it just means that for that day she hasn't got what she wants to look like. It's not necessarily because she hasn't got any clothes, it's just that's not what she has in her head for today. And that's how I've operated my whole life, I think. So even getting dressed, it's not, I don't think it's just, it's not necessarily a vanity thing, but it's, it's I make it this mission of mine to express how I feel through through my clothes and my appearance and and my environment. It's just my thing, I think.
This is Laura Mvula and you are listening to Gimme a Beat. For the end, I just want to ask what can we expect from you tomorrow? Um, well, I'm going to be super excited. Honestly, probably the most excited I've been for a gig. And I'm not entirely sure why. I think right into, up until this time, there's been such good feeling. I feel like the team of organizers for this festival are really behind music. I love the fact that they seek out new music to push it to the to the forefront. That's something that means a lot to me, especially as a a want to be teacher, well, an ex teacher. Um, music nerd. Yeah, music nerd. That's who I am. Um, but I think tomorrow is the performance is always about the band for me. Um, I'm very lucky to have an amazing band who I'm, I'm sure you'll see and everybody will get what I mean. <laughs> I love One seemed to go by slow Try to write the perfect song for you Then I realized it didn't belong to me It didn't belong to me have a thing to show every day seems like the same then I realized I didn't belong to you I 
Alternative für Zürich ist auf deine Unterstützung angewiesen. Darum werde Mitglied, damit wir auch in Zukunft unabhängig bleiben können. Für ein Jahr zahlen Verdienende 120 Franken, Nichtverdienende 60. Besten Dank für deine Einzahlung auf unser Postcheckkonto 80 144 03 
Hi, this is Laura Mvula and you are listening to Gimme a Beat. Thought it'd be easy, thought you might know me by now. But we got caught up in the green water down in the deep. We go the long way 
You didn't need me love to grasp me in the rain. 
You are still listening to Give Me a Beat. Uh, my name is DJ Baby Monster, and you just heard several songs from Laura Mwala. You heard like The Morning Dew, then Is There Anybody Out There, After That Can't Live With The World, and uh, the last song that you heard was the song Jump Right Out. It was so nice to sit in the studio and actually listen to it together with the parts of the interview from Laura. And uh, after I did an interview on the uh, opening night of the festival, I also saw Laura performing live. And she was really amazing. Exactly the same feeling that uh, I hope you felt tonight while you were listening to her album. It's like getting invited to some special, fabulous world uh, with lots of beautiful colors and materials. Uh, this music is just just really amazing and so different than uh, many albums out, out there. I'm happy that there are still artists that are doing different things and not following the crowd. I'm happy that there are artists that are actually the leaders and not the followers. Um, in addition to seeing Laura and uh, while exploring the female factor of the Blue Balls Festival, focusing in the first part of the show on her and her music, I've also spent one more day on the festival where I saw two more artists, one uh, female Swiss-German uh, pop duo formed in 2007 by Valeska Steiner and Sonia Gloss. Uh, the duo is called Boy. Uh, this band, actually, I wanted to see for a while now, but I keep on missing them. Finally, I had the chance to see them in a Blue Balls festival in one of the halls that up till now I've only seen classical music concert. And I have to say I was really amazed uh, with the whole concert because it was very organic and uh, the band was great. Uh, uh, Valeshka and Sonia were amazing. And in addition to everything, it felt that because they were in an environment close to home and they had probably family members in the audience, it felt very personal, even though this hall is quite big and uh, can fit lots of people, and there were lots of people, it still felt very intimate and kind of personal, as I said. Um, the great thing about Blue Balls Festival and uh, the same way like it is with Montreux Jazz Festival is that the sound is usually very good and especially in this venue where, as I said, I usually saw a classical music concert. Um, the sound was really, really amazing. I enjoyed that gig and um, tonight in my show I'm going to play three songs from Boy debut album. Uh, debut the album came out in 2011 in this part of Europe and in the rest of Europe in uh, 2012. And the duo did the first ever U.S. tour in March of 2013. And actually, when I went for Coachella in April, I heard from some people that went and saw them live. They were asking me about them because of the connection with Switzerland. And they said that uh, the concert, for example, in San Francisco was amazing. Uh, so I'm going to play three songs. This is the beginning, a Skin and Little Numbers acoustic version, all from their debut album. And after that, I'm going to play a few songs 
songs from an artist that I already mentioned in my previous show, uh, Trixie Whiteley. Uh, in Blue Balls Festival, I only saw a few songs because I had to run to the boy concert and also because I saw Trixie in Montreux Jazz Festival. I have to say I was more into the Montreux Jazz Cafe location than uh, outdoor pavilion location of a Blue Balls Festival. But nevertheless, Trixie was phenomenal, and I'm happy that I can play a few more songs uh, of hers. So after Boy, I'm going to play A Thousand Thieves, then Breathe You In My Dreams, and Fourth Corner. And of course, you don't need to think about this playlist. I'm going to put the playlist before I'm, I'm uploading the podcast, before everything else. I'm going to continue continue with one more song from Laura Moala. This song is totally magical and sounds a bit like a lullaby, so I thought it's kind of appropriate to finish tonight's show. Uh, the song is called Something Out of the Blue, uh, again from her debut album, Sing to the Moon. My name is, of course, DJ Baby Monster, and with this, with uh, several songs, uh, I'm wishing you good night and till the next time.
this is the beginning This is the beginning Of anything you want This is the beginning He's here. 
Hi, this is Laura Mvula and you are listening to Gimme a Beat.
could move mountains, sail away, only cause I got this much faith, this love is alive, but I'm
Street. 